Hi there, let's talk sports fans. Thanks for tuning in to another episode of uh, Let's Talk Sports Roundtable. And I'm joined by Danielle McCartan. Uh, I'm sorry if I butchered that name. Thanks for joining me. Yeah, you're welcome. You did perfect. How are you? Uh, yeah, I'm doing pretty good. I hope you're um, doing okay um, over there. Um, and thanks so much for joining me. I know we've been talking for a while, so been looking forward to it. Yeah, of course. Me too. Thank you. Um, so um, for anyone that hasn't checked out your content, which if they're a New York sports fan, I can't imagine that. Um, we give everyone a little taste of the sort of um, content you provide as a New York sports reporter. Yeah, you know, it's a bunch of everything. Um, New York is probably... Well, not probably. New York is the only city in the entire country that has, you know, as many professional teams as we do. Um, so I cover everything from the New York Yankees and the Mets. And I'm wearing a Rangers shirt. We have Devils, Islanders, Yankees, you know, Giants, Jets, Nets, Knicks. I got to be an expert in all of it. And of course, the New York Liberty as well. Uh, WNBA got to give them a shout out. Um, but yeah, I'm an expert quote unquote expert in all of them, at, at least conversational. And so that, you know, I present information to my listening audience and then they call in and they react to it. And sometimes we argue, which is keep it respectful. It's fine. But most of the times it's, it's pretty, um, it's a pretty amicable show. Do you like that? It's like multi-sports and multi-teams because that's what I like for my community. I know some people want to concentrate, but I like that you talking about all sorts of different things and different teams yeah do you I, like it or would you like to be more specialized no you know I, I like a little bit of everything i noticed your your icon has a basketball a baseball all the things in your icon and i feel the same way i mean you don't want to ever alienate part of your audience i mean we live in the best city in the world and we have all of these sports and people are passionate about all of them so i try to just harness all of that passion from all the people and kind of just put it right back on them so no i I don't want to specialize. I like keeping it very broad. Yeah, I agree. Um, so was there something that made you get into sports? Like, um, did you play um, when you were younger or was there sort of a family connection like your dad or something? Um, I mean, my dad was a Met fan and a, and a Giants fan when he was growing up. Um, Sports are always on TV and, you know, I mean, I got my, my varsity awards here and all my awards here. So we always, um, we always played sports growing up. So when I played, I played baseball with the boys actually. And then I switched to softball and then I also played basketball and volleyball. So it was always kind of part of us, you know, growing up. So um, yeah. And then I became a teacher and then I kind of, I still am a teacher and I coach too. So that's the name. <laughs> uh, but yeah, it was, uh, I was always interested in sports and I'm really not sure why I didn't start this sooner, really. Um, and I guess we are jumping right in. If we start with the Mets, what's your view on them? Just from my outside point of view, they seem built differently this year to last year, but Kershaw was installed a sort of toughness. Yeah to them and I think teams are looking at them differently. I know that gap's closing um, with the Braves but they have been going through 
what I call the murderer row sort of run of games and um I think they're in a good place and would you agree? Yeah, I I I actually put a bet on my my apps over here or preseason. Uh I put a bet on the Mets to win the World Series. I, I foresaw this happening. Like you said, great observation. The Mets are built different this year and it starts with the starting pitching rotation and as good as they have been so far this year they're only going to get better so um I, I have a lot of confidence in the Mets and I know Mets fans don't have a lot of confidence in the Mets because they always are waiting for the sky to fall and the whole thing but I have a lot of confidence in this team I think they need at the trade deadline to shore up that bullpen definitely and they probably need one more big bat but other than that, I think the Mets are pretty set um, and led by Buckshell Walter. I can't wait to get there soon into that clubhouse and start asking those players about Buckshell Walter and how much he has uh, contributed to, to, you know, their, their, their success this season. Yeah, yeah, I think it's fascinating. I mean, they've done it all without their top two yes. pitches as well. So it's almost like when they come back trading for two all-stars or something. That's right. right. So that's going to be a big boost, I would imagine, to that team. Yep. Um, so the next thing I wanted to talk with you about is the Rangers. I'm a big fan of what they did this year, and I'm sure they exceeded most fans' expectations. I think the future's bright for them. Um, would you agree what's feeling from the fan base? Because from some comments on my show, it almost seems like because of the success they had and they got so close, some fans were a bit bummed out. But I think it's important to remember where they started at and if they can add one or two pieces, there's no reason to have at least the same success as they had this year. Yeah, I think that's a great observation. Um, I mean, they've got guys like uh, Capo Caco and... and, and um... Chris Kreider and Igor Shesterkin, they are going to be on that team for long term. So, um, you know, you, you capsulated it pretty good that, you know, a lot of the Rangers fans around here were, were very happy with how far they got. And everybody got into Rangers fever around here. Um, and they absolutely exceeded expectations, the Rangers did. And then, but the disappointment came from the fact that they were so close and it was just right there for them to take the East and then they they didn't. And it's a little bit of disappointment, but there is a ton of optimism surrounding the New York Rangers uh, for next year, really, and beyond. I mean, the schedule came out yesterday, and people are already talking about, you know, how many games they're going to win and, and all of that. So, yeah, there's there's Rangers fever still. It has not died down here. Yeah, yeah definitely one of my favorite sides to watch. I mean... I'm newer to NHL being based in the UK, but because I do this channel, I do have a hockey expert, but I like to think I'm a quick study. And yeah. how I look at them is why I like them is they're so aggressive. You've got a lot of young players. So it's fun to watch all. That's why they radiate with me. Yes, definitely. Um, so before I let you go, I wanted to get your views on the Giants, obviously under new regime, and I think the future's bright for them. I'm not sure about whether the future's bright for Daniel Jones. We'll see this year, but 
I love what they did in the draft, particularly those top two picks in uh, Kayvon Thibodeau and Evan Neal. I mean, I'm a Jets fan. I would have been happy with either of those, mm-hmm. with our picks. So to get them both with the Giants pick, I don't believe that they probably thought either of them would be there. So mm-hmm. they seem like home run picks. And yeah. I so think the- it's a little bit of a rebuilding year this year, but there are two, two building blocks. And I'm sort of pulling for Daniel Jones a little bit. I think he did have a good year last year, but... With everything going on, people sort of didn't notice or forget. I think he did have an uptake, so I want him to have success this year, but I'm not sure necessarily he'll be there going forward. Just He's a victim of circumstances. He's a few years in, and he's getting to the point where you'd have to pay him, but you still don't know what you've got in him. Yes, that's it. absolutely. That's the, the, the deep... That is the discussion uh, on New York sports radio for the past couple months. Exactly right. He like Sam Darnold with the jets. He Daniel Jones might just run out of time with the New York giants. And that doesn't mean he's not a great player. I am a fan of Daniel Jones. I think he has been dealt a very terrible circumstance having all of those offensive coordinators. It's almost like one, uh, a brand new one every season so far, which is absolutely detrimental to a young quarterback, a rookie quarterback even. Um, But to focus on the positive, I mean, that is the head coach that I wanted for the New York Giants. That is the general manager that I wanted for the New York Giants. Those are the top two draft picks that I wanted for the New York Giants. I think where they fell short, um, is is beyond those two picks, and and I'm open. I I hope I'm wrong. I hope I you know any of these later round guys surprises me. But um, as far as you know, I, I thought the Giants could have traded up to get a the, the center Linderbaum or whatever his name was. I think he was he's one of the top eight players in the entire draft and he was sitting there for the giants and they just did not make a move on him. And so we're talking about the development of Daniel Jones. That would be crucial for the development of a guy like Daniel Jones. So uh, I'm optimistic for the giants this year. I I almost think that because, because they are in such a terrible division, I think the giants are going to sneak into the playoffs this year. And people call me crazy to say that, but you know, you look at the, with their division, especially, I mean, it's terrible. (laughs) It's the worst in football and it has been. So Daniel Jones steps up a little bit. The defense plays a little bit better, and the head, the, the coaching is going to be a ton better already. I can see that. I don't understand why people are, are hating on me for saying that the Giants may, in fact, just be a playoff team this year, I think. Yeah, I agree with that. I've said it on my show. Um, so, yeah, I think that's – and I do think it's the perfect place to end the episode. I know you've got another interview to get to, but – I just want to thank you for joining me today. Yeah, thank you. And I know this has been in the works for a while, but I was teaching, I was coaching, and it was just a lot. So now it's summertime. I have the time, and I'd love to come back. Yeah, I'd love to have you on sometime in the future. Thank you so much for joining me, and thank you to everyone for checking us out. And until next time, let's talk sport fans. Thanks for watching.